0: Welcome to March 5 Music. My next guest, the multi-talented singer, songwriter, actor, dancer, and educator, will talk Broadway, her new adventure, Tootie's Education Empire. Give it up for my next guest, my sister, Angela Hall. The magnificent Angela Hall. How are you? that was nice hey thank you you're welcome you're welcome um we've been um working on the podcast and and getting everything together and i'm so excited to have you here um
1: i'm glad to be here
0: i can't wait to hear and for you to tell the world about you about your accolades about the things that you've done in society and and music so the first thing i want to ask you is where are you from
1: well, I was born and raised in Brooklyn, New York.
0: BK, it's
1: in the house. That's BK. right. I'm yeah. New York all the way. I've, right. I've, I've lived in New York all my life. Oh, well, with the exception of about seven or eight months, I lived in California on Camarillo uh, Drive. Uh, okay. Back back in the day when I was on location working on a film, but other than that, I've I've always mm-hmm. lived in New York.
0: Right. Right. So, you lived in New York, you went to a Performing Arts High School, which, uh, yes, you know, Erasmus what Performing Arts school. High School did you go to, Angie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dutchman.
1: that's
0: right, Dutchman, Erasmus all day.
1: Hall High School, Adam. So, you yes. know what? Erasmus Hall High School, uh, has got to be one of the most unrecognized vehicles right. for. The creative gift that that's around today. Totally I, I agree. Really just I really feel like, I mean, you know, Erasmus Hall has changed a lot since we were at the Academy of the Arts. Right. right. Uh but, you know, I mean, we all know Barbara Streisand, Gabe Kaplan, yada yada yada, went to sure. Erasmus Hall, but I tell you it was part of my musical heritage. Okay. You know i mean i i was i had the privilege of, of being born and raised in a family of musicians my father was a gospel recording artist you okay. know there was a guitar a, a drum a keyboard a piano a saxophone right. in the house at all times So i had that rich musical background i was right. born and raised in the church so i had music nothing but gospel music mm-hmm. but um when it was time for high school because i i was bussed out of the projects into the more affluent areas you know of uh of of brooklyn and bensonhurst and so forth and so on to go bay ridge to go to uh school but and so when i got to erasmus hall Mm -hmm. i was so excited to be surrounded by like-minded artists
0: right
1: you know your will downings your d trains you know we were all going to school doing uh, um, I, I was in a production of, uh, South Pacific, Uh-oh. um, with Will Downing and D train D train was, was honey, <laughs> <laughs> and you know, that that was a part of my musical heritage right Ms. Feisha, as my chor- my chorus teacher right, right? right and 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 singing in the choral club and, okay. and being a part of the music and the art and i, mm-hmm. I was a drama major but okay. I sang in the chorus so right. all of that that i was a i was booster ca- captain at some point right. You know i was well, all we got to tell
0: him we got to tell him what booster is
1: well you know you know you have your cheerleaders you right. know they're the more athletic, dancery type uh, uh, that cheer on whatever um, sports team is is right. is, is, is do, you know, and um, the boosters were the noisemakers.
0: Gotcha. Right, so yep. we had
1: the hard shoes and the short skirts and the big pom poms and the big right. mouths and the loud <laughs> claps and the cute little dances, you know. Right. So where the cheerleaders were doing the splits and the flips and the, we were making all the noise.
0: Gotcha. And yep. doing
1: all the chants and kind of, you know, getting the, the crowd all geared up. Right, so, right. So, you know, all of that was a part of of who I am today. I mean, I ended up going to the Boston Conservatory of Music to okay. get my Bachelor of Fine Arts in musical theater because I had Erasmus Hall as mm-hmm. a foundation right. for, for my craft. You right. know, and I, from the time that I remember can remember, I, you know, I used to love Billy Bull Jangles and Shirley okay I, I saw Betty Davis and, and and I re- recalled looking at her eyes and thinking, you know what, you know she has big eyes like me, and, you know, okay. and Betty Davis. Was <laughs> her, nah, <yeah. laughs> I, I just wanted to be right. like Betty Davis, and I wanted to tap like Shirley Temple and Billy Bojangles, and okay. my mom and my dad. It was always a go. They always mm-hmm. supported me from the time okay. I was. In, my mom put me in little church pageants and and um little after school uh programs you know i know greg mm. mitchell was on last yes. week greg mitchell and i went to a uh this this after school program um mm. that was for the creative arts and we we sang and we danced and we acted together after school
0: right. you know
1: and um i started writing music back then you know okay. um and then and they're just having all of that, and being a part of the church, and we had right. the fellowship, and I sang in the choir. I was in the drama. I was just—I was surrounded by the arts at at school, at church, right. after school, in my house. Right. You know, and back then, you know, you could get a really a bona fide music education in the New York City public schools. Oh, school.
0: absolutely! Right. Absolutely. I, yes. I, when yes. I was in
1: grade school, I. Right. Man, I played alto sax, tenor sax, drums, clarinet, trumpet. I played every every year. I played a different instrument. Okay. Coming up through grade school. Okay. You know, and so that rich uh, music was uh, music was such a big part of who Mm. I was. Right. You know, I'm not surprised that I ended up being an artist. You know and i'm so grateful to the the high school education that i had at Hall right. high school academy of the arts
0: there we go there wow, we go
1: somebody gotta stick that on in there <laughs> um right right that was just some of the most wonderful years
0: yes yes indeed um, yes indeed
1: and I'm, I'm grateful for them and all the people that touched my life
0: yeah the I, church I, foundation I, was the beginning for you
1: absolutely
0: and um erasmus was kind of like the launch pad really for all of us you know yes. I, and and my closest friends as as you and i know we've been friends for a long long time that's right. my closest friends are from erasmus hall and i mean and, we have been friends for a long
1: time
0: that's right that's right that's right a long time a long time and, and i'm so erica proud Conroy of,
1: you. Is one of my girls you know yes that's erica that's Conroy. you know erica also lived in red hook Yes. I'm from Red Hook. Yes. But you know, Brooklyn, it's, it's still, it, she has that Erasmus Hall connection.
0: Right. Right. And that, and that's important because the, you know, no matter where you go in life, you go back to that foundational piece mm-hmm. of where it all started yeah. and that's, that's really cool. Now, did you play any instruments in church? Cause I'm not really, I don't, I'm not sure if you played any so, instruments.
1: So interestingly enough, mm-hmm. I was like the women's day church drummer okay right so you know when it was women's day i would play the drums
0: gotcha gotcha
1: that's you know i, I nobody really took me seriously as a drummer but also interestingly right. enough when i was in middle school mm-hmm. once i got my braces i couldn't play the trumpet anymore ah okay i played the drum gotcha you know? but
0: you have that golden voice that we all know i mean oh. it's just Incredible, incredible, incredible. And from I'll that launch sure pad- right
1: here. To God be the glory! Were... <laughs> <Get you. laughs>
0: but from from the launch pad of, of um, Erasmus Hall High School in Brooklyn, the Performing Arts, um, where we come from, yes, um, you have catapulted into Broadway. Now, was it Broadway first, or was it television first, or what did you do first?
1: It was Broadway first.
0: Okay, and what um, did I, you do on Broadway? So
1: I, I started off, with a show called Black and Blue,
0: okay, Black yeah. and Blue
1: ran for about two years. I I did the entire run. I had a featured role. I danced alongside of Eugene Fleming, yes, uh, and a number I can't give you anything but love. Yes, uh, and um, it it was just from there, you know. Then okay, let me go a little further back. So mm-hmm, Michael mm-hmm. Rafter, right, was musical director. Okay, for a show that I did uh, called Little Shop of Horrors at the Charles Playhouse in, yes. in, in, in Boston. And yes. so basically what had happened was uh-huh. Mike Rafter and his wife is like some Academy award-winning uh, um, what do you call it? The the people that do all the um, sa- soundtrack. Like she she's, she's like some big wig. In any event, Michael mm-hmm. Rafter, he basically started getting calls for shows and okay. I started following him wherever he went. He was recommending me and I just started getting all these di- gigs. I went from Little Shop to uh Black and Blue mm-hmm. and after Black and Blue, you know, they had bus and trucks and national tours and I ended up going following Mike to to do Big River.
0: Nice.
1: And um you know, actually I actually we went from Little Shop of Harbors to Big River, right? Okay. And then Mike was like, Mike got tap dance kid. And guess what Angie did? Angie got tap, tap, dance kid. So it's like wherever Michael Rafter went as a musical director, up until Black and Blue, I basically got gigs mm-hmm. because he was like he was like my mouthpiece. It was just so wonderful. So but I But how followed.
0: did you how did you get into like what possessed you or what, you know, how did you get into Broadway? How did that work? You just said, Hey, I want to do Broadway. How so, did that work?
1: You know, I went to the Boston Conservatory of Music. I actually right. have a, 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 a bachelor of fine arts in musical theater. Yes. It was always my goal to yes. sing and dance on Broadway. Actually to, 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 I take that back. I've always wanted to be a film actress. So let me not tell them lies. Okay. But because I had that, uh, the, that the dancing background with the musical theater,
0: right. as
1: soon as I graduated from co- uh, college, I was hired mm-hmm. as a singer-dancer, dancer-singer never as an actress and it wasn't it really. And and so ending up on Broadway was really a part of, of what it was I was trained to do. Okay. And so I went from show to show to show Mm -hmm. how Mm -hmm. I, how I ended up in film was Bob Altman, who directed the famed Popeyes and uh, the player and uh, match the movie. Yes. Um, uh, He, he, directed the PBS for great performances for Broadway. I don't know if they even still do that. They had great performances for Broadway. He directed the black and blue version of that for PBS. Mm -hmm. And he was like, oh, Angela, um, listen, I'm doing this movie and um, Alfre Woodard is not available. Uh, uh, I, I think I'd like to use you. And I'm like, what?
0: And that, really?
1: that is actually I had danced for thirteen years, and that's how the acting door opened because Bob Altman came to direct a Broadway show uh, excerpt for PBS, nice. and so there okay. I was, uh, uh, saying sure, sure I'm available. He's like, okay, so I'm gonna uh, um, I'm gonna have you uh, meet Tim Robbins, and, okay. and lo and behold, he gave Tim my number.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Tim called me and uh, said, let's meet for lunch in the city. And I did, when I got there, uh, Tim looked at me, he was like, oh, um, you're taller than I thought. And I was like, oh, you're taller than I thought. (laughs) And and we sat down and we ate lunch. Mm -hmm. He called Bob and I had the gig. Okay. That's how I ended up in film. And then one thing led to, and then I, it was, it was the weirdest thing back then. I don't know how I was doing this, but I wasn't really, I was getting a lot of phone calls. Then one day I got a phone call from Spike Lee. No, I'm, right. I'm not. This is this. I was like, I was like, hello. I was like, hello. This is. May I speak to Angela Hall? I was like, yeah, this is Angela Hall. Oh, this is Spike. And I was like, who is it? Stop playing. <laughs> my, so I didn't. I. I just thought it was one of my friends playing a joke on me. He was like, no, this right. is really this is Spike Lee. Mm-hmm. And I'm doing this movie. And I wanted to audition. Next thing I know, I was auditioning mm-hmm. with Denzel Washington for Den, for uh, for Boy uh, Better Blues. Yes, Love Supreme yes. was originally called.
0: Great Rugby movie. Night. Yes. Yes. <laughs>
1: And so, of course, Juwali ended up getting that role, mm-hmm. and Cinder Williams ended up getting the other lead. But, but Spike hired me as a very high-paid extra. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, I filmed like seven or eight scenes. I ended up getting cut out of most of the movie. I mean, if you if you look hard enough, you'll see me exiting a scene with a tray as a waitress, or sitting right. at a, at 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 a wedding, and you know. I'm not mad as a matter of fact, I just got a, a residual check for uh more, better blues. Nice. Nice. So, nice. so that's kind of like things, just people were kind, you know, God in his infinite wisdom and kindness allowed me to just connect with people here and right. there that that just kept making that whole sure. creative line of work continue, you know, then I got agents after the fact. Like I started to freelance right. and then I started to sign with people. But how I ended up uh, on, on Broadway was mm-hmm. just straight out of college working with Michael Rafter on Little Shop of Horrors and him getting a, uh, a, a Broadway tour mm-hmm. and me following him.
0: Now and, how was working with, uh, I'm gonna go back to Spike in a minute, but how was the Little Shop of Horrors? How was that uh, that adventure?
1: little shop of horrors um it really opened the door mm-hmm. for me okay um because you know I was a cute little um background singing girl you know but little no. bit, it but in the same in in the, in the same respect being one of the urchins, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like you, you're the narrator, you're like a storyteller. So you're kind of an important piece of the story. Right. But what was so great about Little Shop was the other girls that I worked with, Okay. you know, and Angel and Natalie at the time. Um, and it was just that it was, I'm grateful to say that it was really the show that opened the door. Cause I had done a show in Boston called dancing in the street. Which was okay. a Motown review. Mm-hmm. and I met a lot of cool people like Marvin Gaye and Eddie Murphy, and and right. doing that show. Mm-hmm. But it was Little Shop that kind of propelled me into getting other jobs, gotcha. and and it just it opened the door. And it's mm-hmm. a musical that is dear to me to this day because it really it really catapulted me into. Right. Uh, into the Broadway musical and actually working on Broadway.
0: Wow. Nice. Incredible. Now, now, how was it like, uh, what was it like working with uh, Spike Lee?
1: Well, um, i spike. If you're listening, I would like to work with you again. (laughs) (laughs) No, see the whole, the whole whole Uh 40 acres and a mule Spike Lee experience was like very family. You know, I actually, I worked on. I think I was like I was like a day player on Jungle Fever, okay. but um, that whole experience of Wesley Snipes as a yes. youngin, you yes. know what I mean? Yes. Sam Jackson, right? As a young, like all of these people were on the set, right? You know, I remember. Um, like Larry Cherry was the barber. I just I remember certain people that were in hair and makeup because it was mm-hmm. very family, right? Um, very, very, very close knit. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, it's funny. I actually got injured on the set.
0: Did was, you?
1: The only time I was ever hospitalized in my life was doing that movie. What and happened? I never forget. So I was I was playing a waitress, and I was the you know the scene where um. Spike gets beat up in the alley. Right. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so they sprayed.
0: They we got to get Spike. We got to get Spike on the shoulder. <laughs> but go ahead.
1: <laughs> and sprayed the alley down. Right. To make it look like it had been raining. Got it. Right? Okay. And so I'm supposed to be exiting. A the, the scene with okay. the tray in my hand mm-hmm. and I exit. And I, as I exit, I go onto the alleyway. Well, I slipped on a light and busted my head.
0: Wow. And wow. when
1: I opened my eyes, I was mm-hmm. laying on my back and Spike Lee was 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 sitting over me. He was like, Angie, you okay? You okay, Angie, you okay? Are you all right? Are you okay? And it was the only time that I've ever spent the night in the hospital. I spent one night in the hospital because I had a concussion.
0: Okay. Wow. Wow. You made it through though.
1: Yeah. 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 No, it was like, it was like a, you know, then I was on set, like, you know, the next day or two, Right. you know, and I just remember Mm -hmm. the faces and the people and the experience it was, it was just such a warm and wonderful. Legendary.
0: It was legendary. I mean, like yeah, you yeah, says, yeah, 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 yeah. Sam Jackson, Spike yeah. Lee, Denzel Washington. I mean, come on.
1: I, I mean, oh my gosh!
0: And all three of them now won Oscars, right? They oh all have Oscars.
1: Somebody. Yeah. I mean, yeah. just fantastic. And
0: that's where that foundational piece comes yeah. in. Because see, when you you grew up, you were raised right. Thank that foundation was set God. for you. The launch pad was set for you and you just took off and ran with it and God put you in all these different places. I mean, he really who, did. who gets a chance to work with, uh, legendary producer Spike Lee. And then you have Denzel Washington, like I said, was it Denzel, Sam, uh, Jackson. Sam Jackson, Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes. It
1: Incredible. was a fantastic. Mm-hmm. Sandra Williams, Lee. you mm-hmm. know, it was a good time and right. a real learning experience for me. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know, how
0: do you like from, from the eighties going Oh Lord. fat <laughs> from back? Oh, let, let me take it back from back then.
1: <laughs> well, that just hurt me. That's right. That's, that's right. I've been, I'm live. Come on. Somebody. That's
0: right. From, from back then to, um, what we see now as music from what, you know, to be music and, and acting, you know, how do you compare the two from, uh the films that you've worked on, you know, masterpieces, you know, and then now today's world, everything is a lot faster. And in my opinion, it just, they don't put a lot into it.
1: Well, I, I have to tell you, Mm -hmm. um, I, I would agree that most filmmaking, Mm -hmm. um, has changed because it's very commercialized, of course. Right. You know, and I think that the pandemic has forced, well, see, the, but, but the, the other side of that now is that you have actors and actresses okay. creating their own vehicles.
0: Right. They have more um, control.
1: Yes, producing and right. and directing right. um, pieces of work that have more meaning to them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, right. and, and I think that even before the pandemic, you'll see more and more people that are just trying to, to create work that means something. Right. You know, right. I mean, I think about, I mean, like like you said, Ricardo, mm-hmm. I've, I've worked with some of the best direct, I've worked with Anthony Mengele, Academy Award winner. Right. I've worked with Bob Altman, Academy Award winner. Right. I've worked with Spike Lee, you know, just award-winning directors. And I've, right. I've, had, I've had these experiences Right with these directors that have such a uh, rich history in and yes. the foundation right. of good filmmaking. Yes. Right. And and I I'm I'm hoping and it seems like like I said the pandemic has made us touch base with our humanity.
0: That's right. That's and I right. think
1: that what's what's happening is that people are finding out what really matters. Mm-hmm. You know, I I think that this is I, Listen, I'm, I'm not, I'm not trying to be prophetess Hall, right? (laughs) But I, 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 I I just believe that God in his infinite wisdom, you know, every, every now, every hundred years or every 75 years, every 50 years, he, he kind of gives the earth a wake up call. That's right. And I think that this is just our time to reconnect with what really matters. We were shook.
0: This, this thing right here shook us to the core.
1: I'm still shook.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Look, look, stuck in the house for weeks. I remember when it first started, we were in the house like, You was stuck like where do you go because everybody's afraid nobody is the unknown that's what we're facing right now
1: lie you know Mm -hmm. I did not leave the house I ordered right you know I you name it I did not leave the house until I had as we
0: can say back in the days Angie and me neither
1: (laughs) me neither (laughs) me neither
0: Oh man. Um what do you think um what do you think your greatest um weaknesses? Ooh. And what do you think your greatest strength is when it comes to acting and dancing?
1: What do I Now when you say what do I think my 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 oh. weakness is, do you when you do you mean as a as my person Person-wise
0: or craft-wise? Craft-wise. Like, if you see, and, and I'll even add music into it as well, cause, because, you know, some people, um, you know, I have my own, my own things with music as well. You know, um, we, we sing, we, we may be off, we may not want to do certain song or whatever it is. Like, what do you think, or let me just say it this way, what do you think in, in, the, in the entertainment world that you've been involved in for so long, um, what has been the best platform for you?
1: Oh man. Hmm. I think that my best flat platform has been Mm -hmm. vocal music. Okay. Um, and film acting. Okay. And I look forward to doing more of both in the very near future.
0: Okay.
1: Um, my weakness, I would have to say is dance. Okay. You know, partly because, well, first of all, I can slay some tap dance. So let's right. not, come on, let's <laughs> not get that I, I I don't wanna have to say I can tap.
0: <laughs> right, you can tap.
1: But the other art forms, the right. other genres of dance, mm-hmm. I, I, I admittedly, I did them kicking and screaming. I was a musical that. theater major, I had to take ballet, I had to take modern, I had to take jazz, I had to, I did not want to do it, but right. I was a musical theater major. I almost flunked out of college because of modern dance. Wow, yeah. yeah. When I was when I was in um, my my senior year, okay. I got hired to do Little Shop of Horrors. The dean at the time notarized a letter saying that I have permission to be absent from school for 2 weeks. Okay. You know, uh to go to rehearsal because this is what this is what we did.
0: This at is the it, conservatory,
1: yeah. right? I I wanted to be a professional uh performer. I was mm-hmm. hired. My mm-hmm. senior year I was going to graduate with a gig. Right. And um I was absent those 2 weeks and then I'm not going to say the name of the teacher. I remember her name to this day. <laughs> she had decided that it was unfair that mm. all the other students had to come to class and I didn't, right. she was gonna fail me. Right. So right. the guy that played um, Mr. Mushnick, Marvin okay. Einhorn, right? He mm-hmm. and his wife came to the school on my behalf
0: really? to speak wow. to
1: the dean and this mm-hmm. and, and the teacher in a right. conference saying, you can't fail her. She's doing what you trained her to do.
0: Right, you get to and the- And I'm like, oh my gosh,
1: it's, it's a- yeah. Yeah, you
0: get to you get to the top. And like, know, what is I'm, this?
1: I'm gonna flop my parents are coming to see me graduate. Uh, you know, what I can't tell them that th- you know and they yeah, were like, yeah. oh, word, we got it. And the dean right. looked at this modern dance teacher and he mm-hmm. said, Does she deserve to fail? And in t- it, with tears in her eyes, right. she said, No. He okay. said, Give her a D. Mm-hmm. And so I passed. The right. irony in all of that though. Right was that for the next 13 years, I would be hired as a dancer and not an actress. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Full
0: circle, yeah, it's full circle.
1: Oh my it's gosh, incredible! Right? I was hired as a dancer, singer, singer, dancer, dancer, singer, mm-hmm. Broadway. You know, Little Shop, singer, dancer. Tap dance kid, uh, dancer, singer in the ensemble. You know, Big River, singer, right? It was just now, like, oh, I, I never got hired as an actress until the 13th year. That's
0: incredible. Now the tap dance kid, that was at the, uh, was that the Minskoff Theater?
1: The, it was, but I actually I did the tour. I did the second national tour of nice.
0: Tap Dance Kid. With, okay.
1: With, um. Uh. Did Savion do that gig or was it? Um. I think uh,
0: Alfonso was in one.
1: I, I didn't do it with Alfonso. No, I did okay. tap in. I did Black and Blue with Savion. Okay. Oh, Tariq Winston. Tariq okay. Winston was my tap dance.
0: Kid. Got it. Nice. Yeah, nice.
1: that was a tour.
0: And what was that experience like with the Tap Dance Kid? Oh my God, that was a great play.
1: I, I, I. I, 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 I but, you know, I, I, ha, I am, I am a hoofer, mm-hmm. right? And right. so, I mean, even though the choreography in that wasn't really hoofing choreography, black and blue was, was, was hoofing choreography, but, okay, but it was just a joy to, mm-hmm. to travel around the country sure, you know, and to just do what it was that I loved. Okay. And as long as I wasn't having to do anything, you know, any ballet or any jazz or anything, I was fine. <laughs> tap dance is a form of dance that is, for me, I'm a, I'm a, you know, I call myself a drummer, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a percussionist with my feet. Right. And I haven't, I, I as a teacher, you know, teaching musical theater. Now I, I stopped teaching tap dance mm-hmm. a few years back because, you know, I was trying to be kind to my niece.
0: Right. It wears you down.
1: I am getting older and you, you know, down. all that stuff does do its, do its damage. Mm. But, but that whole dancing experience was the impetus, or I should say, was the opening to the film acting. So I'm not mad at that.
0: Yeah. And you go from Savion Glover again, right. Spike and, 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 um, the tap dance kid, and it's just, there was a lot going on, but you had We're to have not. a lot of talent. To do that,
1: yes. What do you I'm What
0: do cool. you say to young people that want to get into um, Broadway once Broadway opens back up, if ever, if there's ever gonna be a Broadway? But no! <laughs> I hope so, because I, I enjoy Shut the up, arts. So
1: hard. Right, up, but,
0: <laughs> but what what do you say to somebody uh, that's going into the arts? Uh, how would you um, What would you recommend them do as far as crafting their art? Well, I'll,
1: I'm going to be honest with you. Okay. Go into the days of being just an actor. Right. Just a singer. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to act, sing, dance, draw, drive a car, juggle, <laughs> uh, make dessert. No, I'm serious. Wow, you, that's have crazy. Be, you have to be multifaceted, okay. multi skilled, and good at a lot of things. Okay. Right. That's right. the. That's the. That's how the 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 it has shifted. Okay. Yes, there are people that just act, but most people, even Metal Street, yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. Most yeah. people
1: can sing and act. Right. They can. They can do gymnastics and sing.
0: Right. right.
1: Right. So I would say to those young people that desire to do, and I'm not. I'm not kidding. I once. Mm. You know, I once when, when I was doing extra work, field okay. work, yep. my car was actually used on set. I got paid because I was a licensed driver right. and I had to drive my car into a parking space, you know, that kind of thing. So I'm not sure. kidding when, when sure. I say that you need to be able to do everything, right? Mm. So if you can be a licensed driver and walk on stilts and make a good cup of coffee. I'm not playing. <laughs> you can, if you can do all of that and write and sing mm-hmm. and be a song let me tell you songwriting is where it's at now i haven't really hit my my prime with that yet but i'm mm-hmm. telling you if you if you you can be invisible and be a songwriter and never have to work again that's, like, that's no true really, right that so,
0: we're we definitely going to touch on that yeah you absolutely have the
1: ability to to do a multiplicity of things is only going to further you mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. Be able to ride a horse. Take as many classes as possible. Right. Brush up your roller skating and your 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 rollerblading skills. Right. right. I would say be able to do everything well. Okay. There's not. There's never uh, enough training. You have to constantly. You know. As a matter of fact, I'm I'm I'm, I'm slated to 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 take some acting classes, um, at the HB Studio with Keith David online. Right? Okay. I'm looking nice. to register to do that. So right. it's like I'm I'm constantly, especially as the summer approaches and sure. i because that's a whole nother story. My my acting agency okay. uh shut down in the middle of, of COVID. Okay. Right. So so now I I have to I'm adding some new monologues to my repertoire, brushing up on my skills, Mm -hmm. you know, because I'm a free agent. Now I got to go back out, I got to find an agent or I got to freelance until I can find an agent. I got to make my own work. I got to get my own work. Right. Right. So in the age of the pandemic, going back again to what you were asking about up up and coming artists. Mm -hmm. You can make your own web, webisodes, your own podcast, your own whatever. You have right. to, you have to keep yourself relevant. I think about all the actors and actresses out there now. Well, thank uh, all I can say is thank you Lord that I I have a, a full-time job as a drama teacher slash musical theater voice teacher Great. teaching at uh. so thank God for the pension and, and the benefits and so forth Absolutely. and so on. So in the Absolutely. midst of all that's going on, I still have a means to Create and recreate myself and support myself, right? right? I don't right. have to teach in the summer. I I, I can just uh, just cultivate my craft or, mm-hmm. or audition, or I can audition after school, which is what I was doing. When you know, going going into the city and and and, and going in for this or going. You have to have all of these means sure. to create your recreate yourself and to also create your own art, because that's where it is now. Right. You know, right. most actors and actresses, uh, nobody's working on Broadway, right? No, so wow. you have to set yourself up so that you can sustain yourself right. by yourself. That's right. that's what I would say in terms of, of advice. That
0: makes a lot of sense. I mean, yeah, it, Broadway, like you said, is shut down and it's I mean, like, wow.
1: Thought? I never thought in a million years.
0: Never Even in now, a million I ha- years.
1: I have to, as a teacher, I have to, I have to tell my students, huh, let's see. You know they're studying to be actors and actresses. They want to work on Broadway, and Broadway has been shut down for a year. Hmm. Like, what do I tell my kids? Do I tell them to give up the dream? No, I say, hmm, you now have to figure out how to utilize social media to your benefit, Mm -hmm. and you have to keep it going. The art, well, the world cannot survive without music. The world cannot survive without art.
0: Totally agree. Totally agree.
1: You know, it's yeah. just not even a matter of question mm-hmm. right now. If you it took every single song out of the world, it just sucked it out of the world. We would right. we would probably all die of depression.
0: Hmm. Right? good right. It's, like, yeah. it's,
1: it's like art is like the air we breathe. Okay. Not we, art is like the air I breathe. Right. right. It is right. one of the reasons why God crafted me and designed me. He put right. me on this earth as an artistic vehicle, right? right? Right. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go even one further. For those of you that believe or you don't believe, when the right. trump shall sound in the twinkling of an eye, I right. can't be changed and caught up to meet Jesus in the air unless I can hear music. Come on, somebody. Right. <laughs> Come on, somebody.
0: You got that right.
1: <laughs> you ain't going nowhere if you can't you ain't hear
0: going nowhere, <laughs> you
1: can't. So music right. is such an important mm-hmm. part of who we are. Right. It's never going to go away.
0: You're it's
1: right. going to take right. us into eternity.
0: Absolutely. The
1: angels and choirs and so forth. And so, it will never go away. So yeah. I would just encourage people to figure out a way mm-hmm. to cultivate the gift and to grow the gift and to make the gift and just find new ways and new sure. mediums. Because sure. Absolutely. you know, with the grace of God, the pandemic will pass and we will have to continue. And that There way. you go.
0: There you go. I got to ask you about your gospel CD, beautiful God. Yes. Tell me about this wonderful CD with that amazing voice that you have. How did you come about that? You're so nice. Thank
1: you. Um, so my brother, Jonathan Mm Hall uh, started a record label. Okay. I mock gospel music in. people always think it means I'm okay, but it's actually in memory of. Kenny my okay. brother Kenneth passed away in 1994. okay and he was a musician he played oh, trumpet wow. he played um piano um, mm-hmm. he had a, de- a degree from the from from um from the city college mm-hmm. and um he was the inspiration for that record label and actually he is the reason why I sing soprano he had a group called the Gospel Euphonics. Okay. And he didn't have any um, sopranos, so he had like one soprano. He was like, "Angie, you sing soprano." I'm like, "I'm an alto. I can't sing soprano." <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: Mm-hmm. And so,
1: in all his songs, he, you know, the sopranos sang way up in the strat- stratosphere. And so, mm-hmm. as a result of that, right. I, I became a bona fide soprano. Okay. Right? I was forced into being a soprano. Okay. And so as a as a a new an artist, a new artist on a new record label. Right. Um my my brother, let me see. Butch Haywood, you believe Mm -hmm. everybody knows Butch Haywood from 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 Institution of Church of God in Christ. Yeah, absolutely gold. Right. Butch Haywood um uh wrote a song um Hmm that um, I sang on the CD. The okay. late, great Melvin Crispell okay. wrote a song. These are all like gospel, Brooklyn gospel gold. Wow. Um, that I, I, I sang, wait, did James Hall? No, I'm thinking of the Voices of Promises, which is also on that um, mm. CD. Okay. But um, Melvin Crispell was my music uh, musical director for, okay. for that project. Mm-hmm. And my brother Johnny and I collaborated on a couple of the songs. I wrote a, a, a one of the songs and mm-hmm. it just, it, it it was a way of us celebrating the gift of God. And my brother Kenny, okay. we sang a medley that my brother Kenny wrote a song. I wrote a song and my brother Johnny wrote a song and we mm-hmm. turned it into a medley. Got to tell ah, it, right? Okay, So it was, uh, the songwriting collaborations of my family members and just mm-hmm. some of the finest musicians in Brooklyn. And we we all got together. I mean, uh, the uh, the people that played uh, right now, did Junior play on my, I, I, right now I'm like going brain dead of all the musicians and they'll kill me right now because they're listen, they, they listening to this podcast and saying, Angie, right. Hull, I can't believe you didn't drop my name. Angie, what you doing? But like <laughs> all these great musicians right. played on the CD, and it was just like a a celebration of gospel, Brooklyn gospel music.
0: Okay, great. And
1: that's yeah. just basically how that came to be.
0: Okay. Now, where can they find um, "Beautiful God"?
1: You can you can go to CD Baby. You can go to iTunes. Okay. Um, and okay. You'll find "Beautiful God." Okay. Angela Hall. Just type it in, and and um, you'll see me there.
0: Great, great. That's that's a good look, and I'll put that on the uh, podcast So everybody that wants to purchase, and they should purchase because we gotta support each other.
1: Yes, you know.
0: And I gotta ask you about your latest project, Tootie's Education Empire. Yes. How did you come up with Tootie's Education mm-hmm. Empire?
1: So, um, before I changed my teaching track to drama, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was a classroom teacher. I taught okay. science, I taught social studies, um, to third grade students. Okay. I was never a yeller. Right. So if my students make me upset, I start singing <laughs> instead That's of raising cool. my voice,
0: boy,
1: right. sit yourself down. Something like that. Right. You're getting on my nerves right now. I love you, but sit down, sit down, sit down. Something Sing like it, that. Sing it, Angie. Right. I, I would Angie. just. Sing instead of yelling. Sure. And so there were times when I would have problems with children understanding basic foundational skills Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. concepts. Mm -hmm. And I would just start singing. Wow. Right? Yeah. Um, I, there was this one kid, I, oh my gosh, this kid never, never indented his paragraphs. <laughs> he never put an in mark on his sentences. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. one day I just went over to his desk and I'm like, when you write a paragraph, because he was he was from the Caribbean, make okay. sure you indent. Really? And I like, oh, sweat, students, wait a minute. I'd run to my phone and I'd be like, boom. And i just start singing. Right. And I, oftentimes I would make up songs in the classroom mm-hmm. And I would just and that's how I would just write songs. Yes. Oftentimes too, I wake up three or four o'clock in the morning, I just sit up in the bed and songs right. will come to me. And right. that's how I, I just write songs and then I'll I'll sing it into my phone. And then when I wake up in the morning, I'm like, Oh God, I think I wrote a song. Did I save it? You know <laughs> and then right. I'm like oh, thank you. Yeah. You know,
0: yeah. but
1: but that's how Tootie's education empire grew mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. of my love for the art form and teaching elementary school age children. Okay. Right? right. So that's how I, my, my first volume and I need, I need to start working on my second volume, quite honestly. Okay. Um, that's how that first volume of music came as a result of me. As a matter of fact, when, when you become a, um, uh, a teacher, you have to mm. do this, uh, video okay. that you send it to the state. Okay. And my, my lesson was actually based on, um, my animals with i think it was animals with backbone uh mm. um, fish amphibian reptiles mammals yeah my animals animals with backbone song mm. okay. so but all of these songs again came out of my children weren't learning things mm-hmm. we all learned songs through music right. so i just wrote these songs and so I, I wrote this I did this CD and then from there it kind of grew into I started doing live puppet shows. Okay. Having after school programs and 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 puppet shows that were interactive with the audience. You know puppet show pizza parties where you would right. come and you would, and 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 you have pizza and you right. watch a puppet show and all of my songs were like the underscoring of the shows. Right. Right. And um and then when the pandemic hit you know. Mm. You couldn't do it live puppet shows. Okay. So I said, well, what am I gonna do with this music? And the right. one thing that I hadn't done was created videos for the music. Okay. So I launched a YouTube channel, a 2D's Education Empire YouTube channel. And nice. um, Ricardo, I've always wanted to host a children's show. And so nice. I think that the YouTube channel is also a way for me to explore sure uh the different shapes that the music can, can take.
0: Yeah. You know, music can go anywhere. And, uh, the talent that you have is only gonna take your show to another level. Cause I've seen the show, you know, you and I talked about this before I've seen the show. I think it's great. It's a great opportunity for young kids to understand that there's somebody that looks like me. Right, You know, there's somebody, you know, they're, they're learning about different things that maybe they may not learn at home or school because everything has changed from when we were in school. You know, so you're really giving a lot of young people an opportunity to explore the things that you see because artistically and visually, you have this this vision of, of greatness. And the cool thing about it is you're just, you're passing it on to the younger generation, which is really, really good.
1: Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. That Absolutely. Is, that is, it is thank you for saying those things and it's important that that they understand that they do have a voice. Yes. Um, and that, you know, and I believe very strongly in, you know, children being the future, teaching them well, and letting them lead the way to steal another songwriter's lyric. Sure. Um, and I've always had a passion for children. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have any biological children. So mm-hmm. all the children that I've taught for the past 26 years are my kids, you know, and and I just felt like with Tootie's Education Empire, the mm-hmm. YouTube channel, that I could expand my audience, sure. share, share my music and my love right. of music or science right. experiments or whatever it is that, that's on the channel with, with children, um, in my way, right. You know, and And the cool
0: thing about it is you have control of your own destiny. See, when you create something, it's something that you don't have to report to somebody and say, Hey, can I, can I put a show up today? Can I put a show up tomorrow? You know, you're in control of your destiny and that's, that's big.
1: It is big. And it's, and it's, you know, that you say that,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: you know, it's one of the things when I was. That actually changed the direction of my performing career because I had always promised myself I would never do any nudity. Right. Based on my faith, what I was taught, how I was raised. Right. And my mom and dad, the idea of my mother and my father seeing me naked on screen, it just didn't appeal to me. Right. And at that time in my career, I started Mm -hmm. getting all these calls to do nudity. Right. Uh, and it is the reason why my agents stopped calling me at that Mm -hmm. time. Right,
0: right. I,
1: I I will never forget. I got a, a a call from an agency called Paradigm and, uh, I think I was freelancing with them at the time and they wanted me to go in for devil in a blue dress and Mm -hmm. Denzel is in that movie, the, the opening scene, he has sex with a woman and then after he has sex with her, she gets killed, Mm. why would I want why would right. I want to be in one scene with Denzel? Well, Dandel, ha- have sex and get killed. Who's gonna right. remember that? Right, right, right. Like it didn't have any. You know, I'm not by no means am I C- Cicely Tyson, the one of the greats.
0: Yes, indeed.
1: Of our time that we Rest just lost. Her soul.
0: Yes, indeed. Um, yeah.
1: But you know that she had that integrity about herself in terms of the roles that she chose. Right. And, um, I just felt like I just, I didn't want to do it. It just didn't feel like it. there were, there were plenty of other women that you could see naked. You didn't need to see me naked.
0: Right. And you know the old, the old saying from the school that you and I both come from. And when I say school, meaning home, um, um, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything.
1: That's right. That's and right. You have
0: to have that, that thing, you know, that thing of, no, I'm not going to sell my soul to the devil.
1: That's right. And that's exactly, those were my exact words at the time. And, right. and, and so many people have said to me, oh my gosh, you know, why did you get into teaching? You know, how could you, how could you go right. from acting to teaching?
0: Right.
1: Which is always <laughs> interesting to me.
0: Right. Right. Um,
1: but I never stopped acting, mm-hmm. you know, um, sure. I never stopped performing. Right. I just decided that I was going to spend more time on my soul at right. that time to sure. my relationship with the Lord right as opposed to getting naked on screen
0: that's right that's right right.
1: and so then the calls and the auditions stopped coming and i ended up going back to school i got my degree in 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 um education i got another another degree in administration right and then after i got my degree in administration i was like i don't want to be a principal (laughs) (laughs)
0: no No principal for me right no principal for me no
1: no so um it came back full circle and I started mm-hmm. with the with the 2D piece. And then after mm-hmm. that, one way, uh, one thing led to another and I ran into my agent from like 25 years ago and yeah. then re-signed with them. And then the okay. whole, and then I did an episode with Modern Love with Tina Fey and John Slattery. Nice, um, okay. Yeah, that's on Amazon Prime, I mean, season one. Um, what is but, it called, modern,
0: modern Love, right?
1: Modern Love. Yeah, there we go. And and so, how, now, how was
0: it working with Tina faker Because she is hysterical.
1: Well, you know, it was it was just that. She is really funny. Okay. She's really funny. Um, I played their waitress. They were they were husband and wife, and I, I right. played their waitress in a scene. Okay. And um they were both just very cool mm-hmm. on the set, very kind, um, you know, but just taking care of business. You know, their right. work, you know, sure, and I, and sure. I appreciate professionals who are just there to do their job, and so I, I try to, you know, keep up, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and do my job. Sure, sure. Um, you know, we shot it at a restaurant in Harlem. Okay. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's like I, I'm, I'm making that. This I have certain goals, certain acting goals, and they have right. not stopped. I just feel like I have just begun. Right. And um. And as well with the singing. And, mm-hmm. I, and I'm looking forward to see how things begin to shape themselves right. as we move forward through this pandemic and right. into the future. Because I still believe that God is in control and that I have gifts and abilities that need That's to right. be shared.
0: Sure, sure.
1: With but with, with other people than myself in my in my um in my bathroom
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in the
1: shower. <laughs> Right. God did not, right. God did not give me these gifts. Right. Um,
0: but everything happens, uh, in time, you know, when it's time, just like this podcast, it wasn't planned. It was just, it was I time know,
1: crazy. Yeah. And, you yeah. Know, I'm going to say this, I'm going to yeah. say this because okay. I don't want to get emotional. Okay. So I'm going to try to not get emotional, but okay. Ricardo, um, yes. you talk about timing, and, and I thank God for you. You were, I lost my mom to dementia. Yes. In September. Yes. And you have been so kind and supportive to me. Yes, absolutely. Um, there, there was no way that I was going to go through this podcast without mentioning her. Ah, oh, absolutely. <laughs> Mama um, Hall, absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, just a. Eighty-eight years worth of beauty and grace mm. and mm-hmm. love and 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 faith in mm. God, you know, right. and 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 just believing that Jesus is the answer and 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 leaving that legacy to me. I love her for it, and my dad yes. as well. You know, yes. she and my dad were married for sixty-four years before. Wow! We wow! And yeah. so, you know, they taught me about. Sticking with somebody and mm-hmm. sticking to your goals and being committed and being loyal to something, someone,
0: right. some
1: right. purpose.
0: Absolutely, yeah.
1: And yeah. um and so I just wanted to to, to shout out my mother and my, absolutely and my dad and, absolutely. and shout out you because you really um you were very supportive. Um, um,
0: hey, I'm your happy. brother. You're my sister, and um, I appreciate it. That's what we do, you know. Um, yeah. You know, you, you have to have uh, somebody to talk to. Yeah. And you and I have been friends for a long, long, long time. And no matter how far, as my mom once told me, it takes half of your life to find a friend and the other half to keep a friend. Mm. So you don't have to see somebody 24 hours. Right. Oh, I'm going to see you tomorrow. <clears throat> when you call, and you know you can always call. You call me, we talk. That's the way it works. Vice versa. I mean, you've been supportive to me as well. You know, my mom passed. I mean, it was it was a lot, but you know, you have to move on and you have to just accept things in life. But you're yeah. you're great. You're. I can't begin. I mean, we can sit here for twenty four hours and talk yeah. of your greatness because what you've contributed to society is a big big thing. And for me, it's a really big thing. So I said, let me call Angie. I looked through my phone when I said, you know what, I think I want to do this podcast. I thought about. It. I said, wait a minute. Let me let me give Angie a call. Let me see if Angie's available. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I don't take people for granted. And although we are friends and we're brothers and sisters, you know, we, we come from the same place. You know, I, I don't take people for granted. And I really have a lot of respect for you as a person. I have a lot of respect for your craft and, and what you're doing and anything that you're doing that you're going to be working on, like the next episodes or the next season of, uh, of your, your program on YouTube. Thank bring you. Bring it so on. Much. Bring it on, man. To Control these education impact. empire. Just bring it on.
1: Yes. Yes. I'm, 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 I'm working on it. I'm developing it. I'm, I'm, it, it's, it's, it's going to be big.
0: I'm sure. I'm yeah, sure. Yeah. And, if, and if, if I, if you don't mind, I got to ask you this while we're still on, you got to come back.
1: Oh, I'd love to.
0: You got to come I back.
1: So you
0: know, just for the sake of, you know. that's right.
1: The booster. <laughs> hey, oh, you ready to get on up and clap your hands.
0: <laughs> that's right. And then you say Dale. Yeah,
1: I bet you got that groove. Oh, come on now that's Some
0: right that's right that's right well listen um it was a pleasure um speaking with you um thank you. much like love God. for you and the hall family and um thank you, thank you. mama hall and, and pop hall are, are looking down <laughs> and they're smiling because uh, believe me they brought they brought an angel into this world that's doing great oh you're gonna make me cry
1: you know no, that's what you said to no, me I'm, I'm serious. I said, why did
0: you name me angela she uh-huh.
1: said because when i looked at your face right i saw the face of an angel she go. actually see?
0: said that to me see that
1: you see that oh
0: yeah 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 i'm happy for you um i'm here for you always you can always come back you can always thank call me as you. well
1: thank you but for i wanna
0: you. so we can find 2d's educational empire on youtube youtube tv or youtube
1: it's on youtube
0: it's on youtube, it's the YouTube and then channel
1: you... 2d's education empire Just... got it A- Go to youtube and type in 2ds apostrophe s right education empire and there we go
0: and the gospel cd is beautiful god and that's on itunes
1: itunes cd baby
0: itunes and cd baby i want to thank the iTunes, incredible
1: itunes bar and noble i mean if, if you type it in it'll come up
0: it'll come up but i, I want to thank um many blessings to you my sister um i want to thank angela hall for for being here thank and you. taking the time to talk to me and uh telling us the great things that you've been doing because um, it's enlightening. And I hope somebody, at least one person, was touched by your story because I've always been touched by your story.
1: Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Many blessings
0: to you. The wonderful, the wonderful Angela Hall.
1: Thank you. Same to you. Blessings right back at you. You gave me joy for sorrow and peace you gave for my trouble Say